Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Well, that sucked. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Puppies, sunshine, rainbows, ice cream sundaes. Puppies, sunshine, rainbows, ice cream sundaes. Just keep telling yourself that in that order. Oh, boy. I uh, I like I like doing this show. I like talking to all of you. Not gonna lie, there was some dread leading into uh, to to this noon extravaganza. Welcome into uh, a subdued version of Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3. A, a a humbled version of Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3. A um a, a humiliated version of Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3. Friday, that's the, the lone bright spot. It's the final day. You have to hear me during the work week. And Friday has Jeanette Javier in with us for a second time this week. Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen of ESPN 106.3. Uh, I'll explain in a second, but she has a mouthful of pastelito. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, who also has a pastelito and thought they were filled with tomatoes. He runs this debacle until 2 o'clock. Before I explain all of that, let's just uh, let's address the, the elephant in the room. And the elephant is, is, is large and green uh, and, and physical and focused. Uh, the Celtics kicked the all-living hell out of the heat last night. There's, there's legitimately no other way to explain it. It was swift it was powerful, it was long-lasting, and it was a slow death march last night at FTX Arena. That sucked. That really, really sucked. I was texting with Stone, he said it hurts the eyes. And he was right. It was really, really bad. It was just a painful couple hours. It, it was, it was. And, and I gotta say, I, I, for the first time in quite some time, felt something, though. Like I, I, I felt the pain. What? I felt pain, and I knew that I was still alive. And the way that this week has been, uh, the fact that I can still feel pain, I at least said to myself, you know what? I, I've taken a significant step uh, in in my emotions during the course of the week. But that was congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, that that was really, really, really rough. I mean, Jeanette, it's one of those things where. What's there to even say? What's there to even break down? It's almost one of those situations where you take the film and you chuck it in a a crematorium into ash and you never look back. There is no reason to review anything from game two. At the same time, there's a lot to review. I know. There is a lot to review. There is a lot to look over. There's a lot of changes that need to be made. Now, I think the Heat got woke the heck up. But what this series means. Mm-hmm. You want an Eastern Conference Finals battle? Yeah. Congratulations, you got it. You got game one in the bag, but that was with two, without two of their key players. Yeah. Now they're back. 
Yeah, and it's going to take more than a dominant third quarter to uh, to 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 bring yourself to a victory <laughs> more each than night in this series. And I think you woke up that uh, Green Goblin, the guy with the green hair. Yeah, Marcus you, you, Smart was pretty good. You talked a lot of smack yesterday. No, well, but here's the thing: Jimmy Butler scored eighty percent of the time. Marcus Smart guarded him yeah, last I mean, night. It just did. so happens Marcus Smart was guarding Jimmy Butler in what was a 25, 26, 27 point game, so it really didn't matter. Jimmy got his. He had twenty nine last night. They still can't stop him. The problem is. Bam Adebayo might as well not even be on the floor. What right happened now. to him? Where did he go? Well, this is the same stuff stone that we saw from Bam Adebayo the, last postseason. It's the exact same stuff. He like, put up six shots last night. Six. If we're going to get on James Harden right. for a lack of shots and Joel Embiid for a lack of shots, we better have the same energy for our guy, Bam Adebayo. Abadayo. <laughs> yes, yes, our... <laughs> oh, man, Abadayo. That is right, that is right. Uh, so I I just... Listen, it's one of those things where these happen, okay? I want to I make this clear first. These nights happen. I'm old enough to remember uh, the, the full-strength Golden State Warriors down 55 to the John Morantless Grizzlies a week ago in the postseason, okay? I remember that. That said, one of those nights can extend into back-to-back one of those nights. Definitely can extend into back-to-back-to-back one of those Mm -hmm. nights. You can't let this linger, and a lot of it's going to be dependent upon P.J. Tucker and his knee. How's the MRI going to come out? He's getting scanned today. If P.J. Tucker can't go, then you start making plans to brace for the Celtics going to the finals, right? I mean, yeah, that's almost sound the alarm material. And listen, I can own it. I can own it. That's fine. And and if the Heat lose this series, I will absolutely tip my cap to the Celtics, to use an old Manny phrase. I will tip my cap to the Celtics. I won't sit there and try and make excuses like the rest of Bristol and New York have on the national ESPN side. I won't do that. They will have deserved to win this series. But just like the Heat weren't in danger after the Sixers tied up the series in the second round, the Heat are not yet in danger because the Celtics tied up the series in the Eastern Conference Finals. I refuse to go there, and I know it's difficult to pick yourself up out of the muck after a loss like that. It was listless. It was bad. It was incompetent. It was quiet, and it was a sound death-beating I understand that. But if you think that in a best-of-seven series with things even 1-1 and the Heat suffering their first home loss of the playoffs that the Heat are done, you are a complete fan trash bag. You just are. You just are. It's this is it's one one and it feels crappy, Jeanette. I get it. It feels crappy. It feels crappy when you're done wrong. It feels crappy when you get broken up with. It feels bad when you get stood up. It feels bad when uh, you get humiliated in front of people. It feels bad. It's hard to wake up from that. But good God, man, we're two games in to a seven-game series. Everything is still there to play for. But I think it's just the situation overall. You're still riding the high off of game one and the amazing comeback, the amazing show that was put on by Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler between the second quarter with Tyler Mm -hmm. Hero and then the third quarter with Butler. You're going off that high. You're back at home. You're back at the FTX arena, so everybody's hype. Everybody's ready for another show in game two. Like, let's go. We got the we got the motivation. We got we got it all. 
And then to get such a beating, I think it was the type of beating more so than the actual well, loss. The Heat got outplayed. They got outplayed. They got outworked. They got outhustled. They got outexecuted. For the first time in these playoffs, Max Struess looked mortal and Gabe Vincent looked mortal. <laughs> and I understand that. I understand that these are role players and they're great stories. You realize it took, what was it, five games in the first round, six games in the second round, 11 games total, 12 in game one. It took till game 13 in the postseason for Max Struess to look like the guy that people had never heard of before the series started. Okay? Like I mean you're right. But think about how how bonus that is, right? Like the fact that the Heat have gotten to this point while Max Struess has led them in some of these games. Through the second round, he had the best plus minus of anybody in the postseason. I'm not gonna sit there and say because Max Struess for the first time in the playoffs looked ordinary. And Gabe Vincent struggled for the first time that this is the rule now. Because it's not. It, it may not be, but have we, some faith. we do have to be weary because he's never been in this situation. He doesn't know where he's at and sure. kind of the intensity that's sure. brought in an Eastern Conference Finals yeah, or a Western Conference Finals. And he was absolutely <laughs> humiliated when he got tripped mm-hmm. by Marcus Smart uh, there. And, and that's tough to – I was going to bring that up. I'm <laughs> Thank you for doing it, but watching that in the moment, him getting dropped at the top of the key by Marcus Smart was in, tough. In that game, and it went everywhere immediately. <laughs> but listen, it, like don't don't get soft on this, okay? I trust you, Jeanette. I've known you for a long time. Stone is the guy I work with every single day. Don't get soft on me, okay? Don't get so, Monday. It might be a different discussion if they get routed again on Saturday, okay? It might be a different discussion, but I refuse at one one. To say, oh, well, the better team, the better team won last night. It was a bad night. And the timing's bad because Horford and Smart both came back and the Heat really struggled against that. But we can't preach Spo and his ability to adjust and his ability to throw out different views defensively and readjust the offense in every single series so far in this postseason. And now we say, oh, white flag time. Come on. Like not, not yet. Not yet. The Heat aren't even trailing in the series. Don't get soft on me. It's a seven-game series. <laughs> Act like you've been there before. Please, Jeanette. Please. It's it's just facing the reality of the circumstance. Last like, night sucked. That was the reality. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call some people. I'm going to call you all out. Heat fans got a little wild after game one. They got they too confident. Did. You know what I say? Two words. No regrets. <laughs> you know what I say? No acronym. Acronym. Four words. YOLO. I always look for an opportunity. Nobody says that anymore. I, it, they do now. <laughs> YOLO. I, I always look for opportunities for like to, to make the regression to the mean argument. Like like Boston shot 50% from the field, 50% on three-pointers, 90% from the free throw line. That first ain't time, sustainable, 50% from three. Sorry. First, first time they've done that since 1980. I know. Like, like okay, know. okay. We can pump the brakes on that. They're not going to do that again. No, but but I will say, Bam Adebayo better wake stop. that ass up uh, yeah it's, uh, if i see another contested fadeaway jumper from the elbow instead of him trying to get to the rim and draw a foul my head is going to explode there's going to be little pieces of gray frontal lobe matter all over the windows here in the anna jar levine accident attorney studios take the ball to the rim please for the love of god stop playing like this is the buck series Last year, Bam Adebayo has been ineffective. 
He showed flashes in game one of wanting to get to the rim, of accepting the contact, but he's playing small, and that is not winning basketball. Bam Adebayo cannot continue this way. One free throw attempt last night from Bam, oh, and he missed it. Man. Bam, Bam in the, the regular season, 19.1 points per game, 14.6 rebounds per game, Okay. All of these things need to continue to improve, and they have not. In fact, they have been downright poor. No, actually, I read that wrong. In the regular season, 19.1 points per game, 14.6 points per game in the first two rounds of the playoffs, and eight points per game in the first two games of this series. Yep. That's not getting it done. That's, that is Mm-mm. absolutely unequivocally not getting it done. Ten rebounds a game, regular season, 7.7 first two rounds, six and a half boards a game, first two games of this series. Downward. Downward, downward, downward. And it's it's not like they've done anything, like, overbearing to him. It's not like he should be afraid of the matchup no. in front of him, whether it's Horford, whether it's Robert Williams. Like, there's no reason for him not to be assertive. No, it, exactly. There's no reason. It, it, we, If it was Giannis, I'd say, well, Giannis is just a better player. But Robert Williams is not a better player. Right. Al Horford at 36 years old is not a better player. Be aggressive. But it's not just isolated to that because we – spent all four games of the brief playoff spot a year ago saying, bam, be aggressive, let's go. So it's just the same from him. If he doesn't step it up, it is going to be a quick series. But I refuse to say, I refuse to say it's over. And I sure as hell am not going to say that it's going to be a five-game series. The Heat are not Mm -hmm. losing out the rest of the way. They're just not. Now, P.J. Tucker, a lot of that is dependent upon that. If he plays, I still believe, you should still believe, everything rings true. They were the one seed for a reason. They have the best depth. Uh, I may be backing off a little bit on uh, who the most talented team is uh, when I was trying to fight that after game one, <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm more than willing to get back on that horse depending on how things go on Saturday. But please don't wave the white flag on this. Last night sucked, and if you do anything more than just ah, one of those nights, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Don't do it. The Warriors, the vaunted, mighty Golden State Warriors, who are up one game to none in the West. They were down 55 in a playoff game against an opponent a week ago that didn't have their best player. That's the simplest way I can put all of this. I think y'all got yourselves way too hype after game one. Point blank. Okay. I mean, it's satisfying to beat the Celtics. That's I mean, part of it. It's super satisfying, but I, I think we PJ's super important. And, it, it, and I think it's the utmost important it, thing. It, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. And then also the one-man Jimmy Butler show is not a good sign. He's mm-hmm. accounting for 40% of the points for Miami starters in this postseason. Yeah. I mean, th- that's alarming. That's now, alarming. Like, there's a lot you can do as a coach, but if your other guys aren't knocking down shots or being assertive yeah. at that, or even getting the shots up, then there's no way. There's well, no way we get out of here. Tyler Hero is the other... The other person to look at here, uh, Tyler Hero, two of seventeen his last seventeen threes. Duncan Robinson, three of eighteen in his last eighteen three point attempts. So we're going to bag on Duncan Robinson, and obviously Tyler Hero does more on the floor than Duncan Robinson. He can handle, he'll defend in spurts, but it, that 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 can't continue. If he continues to shoot at that clip, it's. It's, it's curtains. And it, it, it's curtains. I couldn't say it any better than E-Reed. Our guy Eric Reed, TV voice of the Miami Heat. He was uh, part of the Bally's postgame show last night. Bally Sports Florida postgame show. And I think E-Reed put it perfectly. Uh, E-Reed, and part of what I love about him is we know he's a Heat homer. He knows he, he's a Heat guy. He always has been. He's been the voice of Heat basketball. 
uh, he sort of, in a very, very respectful way, tells us what we know and does it with a couple of subtle daggers. Hey, Bam, Tyler, wake up or the season's over. The other thing with Jimmy Butler, listen, the guy's got 70 points in the first two games of this series. Here's the facts. Man needs help. Um, he, he can distribute, do whatever. He needs help. And, and I think you've got to look to your best players for help at this point. And as the Heat get ready for game three, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero need to, to, to bring it up to the level that they're capable of playing at. Uh, Bam tonight took only six shots. He only got to the free throw line for one shot. Uh, in the last four games, he's been under 10 field goal attempts in all four. Uh, listen, he, we know he's more than just a score, but you need more than nine or 10 points from him. And Tyler Hero, listen, all he's got to do is play like he played all season long as the league's top six man. He only had 11 points tonight. I think he was a minus 33 in the game. That's got to change. Oh. It's got to change for those Brutal. two guys. Oh. Jimmy needs help. Minus 33 thing, like makes my... Oh, E-Reed wanted to go again. Uh, minus 33 makes my stomach just churn. Like, you know, when when you're, you're chugging a beer and you have that air bubble that develops in your stomach and you're just like, am I going to hold this down? Am I going to hold this down? When I hear minus 33, I have that exact same feeling right there. It's like doing a basketball keg stand and everything's about to go south for you. But th- no lies there, right? For yeah. E-Reed, no lies right there. It was very honest, straight to the point, and yeah. it was very professional the way he put it. He reads the best. He's the best for a reason. Now, part of the reason last night sucked, too, didn't involve the Heat. Mm-mm. For a lot of you, it mostly involved the Heat, for those of you that, that, that are Heat fans. But if you're a South Florida sports fan, if you embrace the Panthers, I regret to inform you that I think the season is, um, is done. Because in a 1-1 game with everything headed to overtime last night, for some reason, Mackenzie Wieger decided that he was going to go after a puck behind the goal instead of just staying in front of the goal where there would be no possible way that Tampa Bay could have a miraculous goal and win this game and go up two games to none heading back to Tampa. But Mackenzie Wieger decided he was actually going to go play the puck behind the net, the front of the net, was wide open, and with two and eight, ten seconds left to go, sure enough, the damned impossible happened. Ruda, back for Kucherov, right circle. He is checked. Belden Palato, right point. Find the net, Kucherov, five to go. Kucherov, put it in front. Score! Score! Ross Colton with 0.9 seconds left. Incredible! <laughs> two. That is Dave Miskin on the Tampa Bay Lightning Radio Network, and the Panthers lose with three seconds left, 2-1. to one. It looked like the Panthers just gave up. Just like gave They up. thought it was the game was yep. automatically going to overtime with five seconds left. That yep. net was wide open, and you can't do that with the Lightning back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Now, I'm no Barry Melrose, okay? I'm not the, the most proficient hockey mind, admittedly. <laughs> but is anybody... Well, I mean, there are plenty, not here on this show, and definitely not me, right? Mm -mm. Um, But one thing I'm pretty sure of, you'd like to have someone in front of the goal when the puck is behind the net, especially just to make sure with a couple of seconds left. What you don't want is anybody in the vicinity of the goal to sell out on the puck behind the net because what happens if the puck gets centered? Uh Uh-oh. Top shelf. Top shelf, and that's exactly what happened. So that took place just as the Heat were going down 20. 
in the first half. <laughs> which means that Heat Celtics went to halftime last night with the Panthers uh, losing 2-1 to one in the most improbable way possible. And the Heat are down 25 at halftime, 70-45, to 45, gave up 70 in the first half. Not great. <laughs> and that is when I made the decision. I was done for the night. It was Ozark it? time. That was it. I had seen enough. Uh, the Panthers had uh, had their season ended. The Heat weren't erasing a 25-point deficit. And so I decided that I was going to continue to inch towards the conclusion of Ozark, which I've been nursing for about, oh, I don't know, three months at this point because I stay awake for about six minutes and then I fall asleep. I'm, I'm going through the final season of Ozark in like a six-minute increment. I am, <laughs> I'm like the glacier of viewing Ozark. But doesn't that mean that it's boring no, if you sleep, if it, you fall no, asleep no. six it, minutes? You can't help it. Yeah, it that, that's it. Stone's right. It means I can't help it. When you hit a certain age and I'm at that or past that it's age, inevitable. I'm 37, I can be engrossed in this. I could legitimately, mm. I could legitimately be, be have right in front of me uh, uh, the, the Bird family. Marty Bird could be in front of me on this phone talking to his drug dealer in Mexico, setting up a deal, an informant with the FBI. And you know what I do? I just fall asleep. I fall asleep because I'm 37. And once the clock hits like 930, you never know when sleep time's coming. You never know when it's sleepy time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so once I settle into uh, to uh, the Levicka household bed... That made it sound like we have just one bed like in Willy Wonka. <laughs> All four of you. Uh, uh, and, Plus the two dogs. And my in-laws come over too, and we just have a one big bed like Willy Wonka. Um, but but it was, it, it, it I, I, I cashed in at halftime. I wasn't going to do it anymore. And I'm curious, I'm curious for those of you, because the Panthers game was over, if you're a Panthers supporter, um, I hope you didn't go too hard last night. Uh, and I hope you're in the right frame of mind. And then you had the Heat down 25 at halftime. I'm curious, when did you finally bail on the Heat last night? And what did you do? Because I bailed at halftime. I checked GameCast the first two minutes of the second half. The lead grew to 30. I'm like, I made a right decision. There's Marty Bird. Um, so I went towards Ozark. Uh, I, 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 I turned off the Heat. I watched Ozark. I ended my heat experience and my South Florida sports experience at halftime last night. When did you ditch South Florida sports last night? What did you do instead? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. But when did you ditch South Florida sports last night? And what did you do instead? 888-760-3776. Jeanette, you were working last night at Bally's, right? Yes, I was working the Panthers game. Ay. And it was it was a roller coaster. They had four power plays, didn't convert at all. Like it just it seemed like the Panthers just didn't want to play hockey. The Panthers' last night. power play is legitimately the most incompetent thing I've seen in sports was, in maybe the last five years. It was wild. I think the numbers o in uh, o of the last twenty six. Yeah, they they are o for twenty six in the postseason on the power play. So then they capped the <laughs> night. They capped the night out with giving up the last five seconds of the game. It was like, why? Do you guys know where you're at uh. right now? But anyways, um, I worked the game last night, and then naturally we turned over to the Heat game, and I was following the Heat game through Twitter. But I never realized how bad it actually was. And I was like, well, this is... And then I saw the Marcus Mar- uh, Max Struess trip over thing. And I was like, yeah, this this is over. I'm just going to hang out on TikTok for a little yeah, bit. I'm glad. And then go home. Yeah, yeah. At, at halftime, 
I was out. I was I was tapped out. I was getting choked out by sports. I'm like, you know what? I'm uh, I'm gonna live to see another day. Time to uh, time to go to Ozark. When did you ditch the Heat game? What did you do instead? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. For example, JF tweets: By the time the Panthers game ended, there was no reason to put the Heat game on. So JF so despondent by that Panthers end the goal with two and eight ten seconds left. Couldn't even bring himself to go to the Heat game. How did you? How did you consume it, Stone? Because I know, unlike me, you sometimes have a little uh, financial uh, incentive to stick around in a situation like this. I didn't in this case. You made the right decision. I definitely made the right decision, and I knew. Well, I learned a week ago to stay away from these Florida Panthers with my wallet and, and my financial freedom because <laughs> they just look completely dead. They, they. It, it's odd. It's weird to watch. When we scored for the first time in a game in the entire postseason uh-huh. last night, we, we, we got on the board first. So seeing that, I was like, wow, like, we're at home. We put the puck in the net first. This could mean something. And then the next 10 minutes of hockey was the same hockey we've been mm-hmm. watching for two weeks now. Nothing. So I had a couple TV set up. The Florida Panthers game was muted. Heat game was on. Um, I was into the way Boston was playing. I thought it was a really good game. I love to see Marcus Smart out there hustling. And then Max Struess got dropped, and it just became a parody. Like it just, it just became a parody. We were joking at the screen, and and but we kept it on until the final, final buzzer. Me and, and you group. brought it. You brought we it. We did. Oh, boy. We did not. I don't know if we were paying much attention towards the end. It was background noise at, at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. But but, but it, it was cool. We we got through it all. We got through it all like true fans. Andrew M. Two minutes into the third quarter, I quit. I changed the channel to Bob's Burgers. It's going to be a <laughs> tough day as a Heat fan on the radio. <laughs> So Andrew went the Bob's Burgers <laughs> route, which is not a bad route. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. It's not, not bad. a bad route. GPM says, uh, end of the first quarter, Lincoln Lawyer. I turned it on on Netflix. Mm. I don't have a single sor- solitary clue what Lincoln Lawyer is really? on Netflix. I oh, have no idea you do? either. It's a banger. It's a Matthew McConaughey movie. Really? Yes. Oh, hold on one second. Is I'm going to look a, this up What here. is it about? Uh, a, a Abraham lawyer. Lincoln? That, like Abe As Lincoln? A, he was a lawyer, you know. It's a, a lawyer in the city of New oh, York. That's right. Oh, so the city not of New York. So it's not Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln because he's from Springfield, Illinois. Uh, he was. He was originally from Kentucky. Oh, and, the, I went yeah. to his house in Springfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he resided then in Springfield. Did you know? Oh, here we go. That Abraham Lincoln's voice was very high pitched. Was it like this? Uh huh. No, don't even. There is there <laughs> is a very rough, rare recording of a portion of the Gettysburg Address. Stop. And he is a high-pitched voice. You'd never think it, because he's big and has a beard. Well, that's just despicable. No, he wasn't Jimbo Fisher. He wasn't Jimbo Fisher. He was able Abraham Lincoln, high-pitched voice. Oh, uh, Jimbo. Uh, what did you What did you do last oh. night? Did you ditch the heat last night? When did you ditch the heat last night? Stone went to the final, the final horn. The final horn. I was out at halftime. I went the Ozark route. Some went to Bob's Burgers, the Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Marissa Tomei's in the Lincoln Lawyer? I don't know who that is. Well, I mean, maybe you sh- we should. You should. Have you ever seen My Cousin Vinny? No. <laughs> You've seen uh, The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, that one. So that's all that matters. Exactly. Ryan Phillippe? Yeah, I know that one. Okay, he's in the Lincoln Lawyer. Okay, I know right. that one. How is that long Philip? Did- Huh? Is that Philip? Ryan Philip? No, no. <laughs> oh. No. Stop saying it's so white. Philippi. Oh. 
When did you ditch the heat last night? I can't believe you don't know Marissa Tomei. And what did you do instead? I'm watching the Lincoln Lawyer now because of Marissa Tomei. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head to the phones. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Leo's on Ken LaVica Live. Hi, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So I, I'm, still, I'm a little bit under the weather this week, so thank God no COVID, but Good. Uh, I, I, so I decided I'm going to try to go to sleep a little bit early, like four or five minutes into the third quarter after I saw that they hadn't cut into the lead at all. It was like it went from 70 to 45 to 80 to 55. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, they're not going to pull that, you know, third quarter comeback like they did in game one. So I might as well just just take my butt to sleep and that's exactly and that's exactly what I did. I got some extra sleep and I feel better today. I'm still a little bit under the weather, but but in a way, good. in a roundabout way, thanks. Heath. You know, that's actually <laughs> that's not a bad way to look at it. And I, I gotta say, like I, I didn't feel any emotional connection once halftime hit, which is why I really didn't stick with it because I'm I'm I have the ability to say it's one of those nights. Listen, before Lane Kiffin, I called plenty of FAU football games. I know when a game is pretty mm-hmm. much done. Okay, <laughs> I know when it's wrapped pretty early. Okay, so uh, I, 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 for me, it was so satisfying to look at my phone and see t- uh, like ten fifteen that I was going to be able to go to sleep because I didn't sleep till eleven forty five after game one the other night. Oh yeah, most definitely. Anything before eleven for me is kind of is pretty early. And uh, I, I, and just one quick thing about the Panthers game, I was so disappointed because. I was watching the game with my son, and then I was trying to flip between the pregame, the Heat pregame, and the uh, you know, and the Panthers game. And I turned back to the Panthers game, and we tied it up in the yeah. second period. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, okay, maybe the maybe the sticks will wake up. And then we had another power play right before the second uh, end of the second period, and they couldn't do anything, and they looked so lethargic. Yeah. And it was like five, ten seconds left in the second period, and they had the ball, they had the puck going around the point. And even the announcers were like, "Yeah, they're not. They only. They're only doing half the half no, the rotation. I like know. they're not going all the way around the point. I know. And I just. And it feels like one of those. And it feel. It felt like the Florida Marlins. It felt like the Miami Marlins in a way. Like, oh, that you know, they could be good for so long, but when the lights are on, the they bullpen just, stinks. They so just face blind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they just go quiet. Absolutely. So Absolutely. And uh, Leo, appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, I'm no hockey expert, but I no longer feel any excitement when the Panthers go on the power play anymore. No, like, no. Power plays aren't exciting for me anymore. Like There's nothing there. I, I am a novice hockey fan. And I do know, hey, you go on the power play, here's an opportunity to score. Now when the Panthers go on the power play, I expect nothing. There's <laughs> nothing that I look forward to on the power play now. On the third one last night, I literally said, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Here we go. We're going to watch this. We're going to have our hopes up you, and be absolutely disappointed. Do you know how hard it is to go O for 26 on the power play? Like, you got to think at least at some point – Maybe, just maybe, it deflects off of a body and goes into the back of the net. Like, like the 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 sheer laws of of averages need to come into play at some point. This is hell. 
It is hell. Last night was hell. And the goalie did so good. Barbovsky. Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. I and, can't. It's, I mean, there's like five constants in one <laughs> yeah, name. You yeah, can't you, do it. You added. It's tough to do with Bobrovsky, but you managed to add more syllables to his <laughs> name. Just add constants. That was a, a great achievement. Thank you. Better than going 0 of 26 on the power play. <laughs> we can whine all we want. I'm gonna try to attempt another. Abadayo's uh, name? Uh-huh. No, but Velevsky, Tampa Bay's keeper, uh-huh. or, or, or is just Vasilevsky. Nasty. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. N- he's ridiculous, and I think a lot of that's playing into it. And if you're a casual, right, you want to see the Panthers make a make a playoff run. Well, you get the wrong guy in net that we're playing against right now to 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 kind of advance to the next. <laughs> but hey, I will tell you though, I thought the series line was going to be. A lot more lopsided than it was when I woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. And we're three to one right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's no hope is lost. Like that'll get cut in half if we can steal game three. I was expecting Which series a lot. are you talking about? The Panthers. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Panthers. <laughs> no, so Boston and Miami's just flipped back. Like Boston's now back to minus one fifty. Got it. When we took the minus one fifty yeah, after Got winning it. game one. So we're passing that back and forth. But yeah, we're three to one right now in the Panthers series, and, and I'm not too worried yet. See, there you go. Stone's coming around. 888-760-3776. Panthers lifer stone. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. When did you ditch the heat last night? And this isn't me saying, how did you not stick around and be loyal? No, I tapped out at halftime. I said, uh, I said, hey, hey, uh, um, Baby, why don't we just um, why don't we watch Ozark and fall asleep in five minutes? I actually You're caught like, up right. on the Amber Heard Donnie Jepp. Johnny Depp trial uh, last night. I could not care less about that. Dribble. Oh, it is so juicy. It is the drama on both ends. I mean, it's and phenomenal. they hooked me in when I heard the poop on the bed. I was like, oh no, she's crazy. It's and phenomenal. I've been stuff. In, I've been in, in related news, my puppy pooped under my bed last night. That's normal. I blamed it on Amber Heard. Um, yeah, exactly. So, but for me, like the, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, the only thing I care about is Johnny Depp's lawyer. Camille? Yeah. See, and this is the thing. Like, these are real people going through real dramatic, torturous things. And we've turned it into this TMZ circus where Jeanette is talking about the lawyer and she's on a first name basis with the lawyer. Like, it's real housewives. <laughs> oh, yeah, Camille. Her outfit last she's night looked absolutely stunning as she crossed Sassy, sassy lady. I love her. When did you ditch South Florida sports last night? What did you do instead? Can you tell it's Friday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Jensen Beach. That's where Joe is. Hi, Joe. Hey, guys. Okay, I, I ditched the Heat game at halftime and switched to Lincoln Lawyer. And for the record, it's not the Matt McConaughey movie. It's a Netflix series oh. that's based on it loosely with a guy who's a lawyer in L.A. who drives around in a Lincoln SUV and a Lincoln convertible. Oh. Uh. So it's adapted from a movie. It is, and it's it comes from books by Michael Connolly. And for you mystery guys, he's the same guy whose books were adapted into the Netflix or Prime, I should say, series Bosch. So oh, that's okay. it. That's what that's about. But uh, one more thing. I think the Florida Panthers are probably the most endangered species in the state right now. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. But, yeah, both both <laughs> animal and hockey team. You're exactly right. Well done. That is well said, I'm Joe. I'm driving home from the beach right now on Indian River, and if a panther ran in front of me, I'm not sure I'd break. So, have a good day. <laughs> All right, Joe. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> See, Joe's got the right idea, though. Last night sucked. He's coming back from the beach, right? Yeah. 
I think it's good. And Everything's I've... okay. Everything is okay. Uh, should we take Ernesto or give him the platform when we come back Let's here? Let's go, Ernesto. Let's All go. Right. Ernesto's in Boynton Beach. Ernesto's on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Ernesto. Hello, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, and sir. Jeanette, don't feel bad. I'm a Ranger fan, and I can't say Igor Shishorkin correctly. <laughs> or, or, or I can't say, I can't say Mikal Ajo, which is Ajo. It's garlic. Ajo. I hate that. Ajo. 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 I'm so happy you say oh, that I because hearing was him. I've, I've found ahead, myself doing that too where I will if I can't pronounce a name I'll try to pronounce it in Spanish instead. Ernesto, here's here's my pitch for a new show on ESPN 106.3. It's Ernesto and Boynton and Jeanette Javier hosting Hispanics Talking Hockey. How about that? <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Aquí vas un taco! Oh my God. All right, guys. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Seriously, I didn't, I didn't even tap out. I wanted to see all of it because I wanted to see that what would be the excuse. And let's be, I mean, it's all, it was right there in front of all of us. No one came to play. No. What happened, bro? I know. I know. And listen, I actually called up my guys, the guys up north where I came from. The producers up there that mm-hmm. I have a hold I'm not going to give drop some. I know some producers up there, and I, I, I'm going to drop some names, but I know them. I gave them a call, and they, uh, they, they even said to me, I said, yo, you called? Did you call up here to say something? I was like, no, I'm not even going to dare call up there because I'm not, I'm not going to say anything because, yo, they were ripping. You guys heard. They were ripping you guys. I'm not going to say who the previous host that was on before you guys were just ripping Miami, and I couldn't, I was calling, and I told him, I was like, dude, but it's not his fault. I was like, well, if you, you're right, it's not. He came to play, but nobody else did. Yeah. I mean, I can't even back that up. I know. I mean, I, I, I want to say, listen, I'm not, you guys know my affiliation. I'm a Knicks fan. He's, a Butler is a superstar. But if the role players are going to drop the ball like this, Come on, man. Of course, the, 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 the whole nation is not going to consider this guy as a superstar because as much as he could carry them, and if you get no help, they ain't going to get over the hump. Yep. And listen, man, I, I'm sorry, but, yo, where the hell was Hero? Where was, where was, where was, where, where was, where was everybody else? And then, they, then, then at the last minute, you're going to put Duncan in garbage time. It felt pathetic. Uh-huh. I, I, I wanted him to come out. I wanted to come up, but then at that time I was like, why? Why do you put him on now? I know. Why? You I know, know, seriously, make no sense. And hopefully, and you know, Ken, you talked about this a couple of weeks ago about about playoff, any kind of playoff games. Listen, we got a, uh, the Rangers. Let's go, Rangers! Igor Shishurskin! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go, Igor! And let's, let's get let's get Mr. Aho out of there. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, Ernesto, appreciate you. Uh, by the way, Ernesto was mentioning the show before us and how they've been trashing the Heat. Well, there was a a special call put into Carlin and Canty what? earlier today here on ESPN 106.3, and we'll hear it next. Heat culture. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063.
We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. The award-winning Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa located on beautiful Singer Island between Jupiter and West Palm is hiring now. They're looking for positive, smiling faces with a passion for hospitality. Whether you're looking for a full-time career or a part-time job, Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa has it all. I've been there. I've seen it. They're now hiring for front desk agents, room attendants, maintenance technicians, servers, bartenders, baristas, and recreation attendants, just to name a few. There's plenty of jobs there. Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa offers employees free meals, free covered parking, free short-term disability, free life insurance, vacation time, PTO, health benefits, 401k with a fully vested match, career path planning, Marriott discounts, a $500 referral incentive, and so much more. Here's the bottom line. They're going out of their way to make sure that the employment is going to provide, provide, and keep providing for you. That is the Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa hiring now. With your interest, call 561-340-1700, 561-340-1700. Ask to speak with Human Resources for more details. That's Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa on Singer Island. Friday means that J-Mart joins us in Hour 2 for Wild Card. We're talking some sports cards and J-Mart giving you some tips uh, and a whole lot more fun. Jeanette Javier with us. Here on this Friday, we're glad that she's back after she missed last week with us. Uh, Over the last couple of days, I've grown increasingly tired, even when there was nothing but positive heat things to discuss, of the dismissive nature, the disrespect, the flippancy in which the heat have been discussed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have been for quite some time on the non-local shows here on ESPN 106.3. Um, but, but over the last couple of days, it's, it's been really off-putting, I think, for someone that I really, really like and someone I have great respect for, and he's an outstanding professional. When he was down here during the winter, he called the Boca Raton Bowl on radio, and he used our studios, and he could not have been nicer. I, I have, from a personal standpoint, absolutely nothing bad to say about Chris Carlin. But... The way in which him and Chris Canty, Carlin and Canty have been filling in for Mike Greenberg, who's on TV duty with uh, the NBA playoffs over the last couple of days, so I hear a lot of them in the lead into our show. Mm-hmm. It's been ridiculous, the amount of piling on they've done to the Heat, the way that they have, have absolutely discounted the Heat, made excuses for everybody else. All the things we opine on that drive us crazy, Canty and Carlin have done that nonstop over the last few days, especially this week. Each day this week, Stone will text me, you got to hear what Carlin and Canty are saying. you got to hear what Carlin and Canty are saying. It's so bad to the point where it sounds like a bit. Yeah, it's almost almost like they're purposely just goading Heat fans. For what purpose? I don't know. And Chris Carlin and Chris Canty are are teammates of ours at, at, at ESPN New York. So I'm not I'm not trying to have company on company crime here. But what I'm saying is that it's it's just it's bizarre. It's almost like they're they're rooting against the Heat. The the annoyance um, that the Heat are doing well. The discount of the Heat has been really just uh, it's 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 uncomfortable and it's questionable. I don't understand where it comes from. It's like they've told themselves that Heat fans are annoying and like they've made it up themselves. And and the Heat fans have been coming after them for the, like the dismissive stuff they've been saying. 
And I think they've just gotten to the point yeah. where they're like, you know what, Heat fans, fine. We're going to huh. double down and put it right in your face. It, they only talk about the Heat when it's to disrespect them or talk about the Heat when it's to make an excuse for Joel Embiid or James Harden or Marcus Smart or Al Horford. That's the only time that they talk about the Heat. Well, wouldn't you know it, today, Carlin and Canty started their show at 10 o'clock leading into us here on ESPN 106.3 talking about the Heat a lot. And, and Jeanette, you, you, you want to know why? Why? Because they were just kicking the heat. Just kicking the heat. Because finally, they could spend time actually talking about the heat because the heat failed and did it spectacularly last night. And they were relishing it. They were reveling in it. They were bathing in heat misery today. Probably felt vindicated. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it was. Carlin especially. I told you. I told you. Mm-hmm. I told you. I told you. They didn't have the same conversation when the Warriors were down 55 to the Grizzlies. They didn't have the same conversation they had about the Heat today. Carlin straight up said they're not going to win another game in the series. Oh. That's it. Yeah, they both called a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. That what? Is, and, and Carlin said a slow death was coming That's for the aggressive. Heat. Yeah. So, so I, I, um, I heard enough. I, I heard enough, and so I decided that, that I needed to weigh in with Carlin and Canty. So he put on his disguise. So No, you didn't. I what? texted Stone, and I said, hey, Stone. What? I would start recording because Ken in South Florida is about to make an appearance on Carlin and Canty. You? So here is, here is. This is a joke. Here is. My appearance today on Carlin and Canty, standing up for Heat culture on ESPN 106.3. Heat fans been very vocal all week long with us. Let's hear from them this morning. Chen has been patient. <laughs> Stop He's it right there. Stop it right there. Radio. Stop it right Chen. there. So I definitely didn't say my name was Chen. Can you just start it from the beginning one more time? They brought Come me in as Chen. Let's hear from them this morning. Chen has been patient. <laughs> Jeanette, can you imagine me in here? And I'm thinking, Ken gave him a fake name. Let's hear from them this morning. Chen has been patient. He's up next on ESPN Radio. Chen, what do you got, man? Go out. <laughs> Chen, Chen, what do you, what do you got, man? Yeah. Shen, Shen in Florida on ESPN it's, Radio. You have such a simple name. How know, is that hard to mess up? So it, it was then that I knew that this was probably going to go a little bit sideways. So let's let's listen to this in its entirety now. Um, no, I just said it in an interview. No, I just said it. In. So this is this is uh, this is me on Carlin and Canty. Shen in South Florida talking Heat on Carlin and Canty, who have been doing nothing but disrespecting and crapping on the Heat all week, who have done nothing until last night but win in this postseason. Carlin and Canty celebrating the Heat failure last night, so I decided to weigh in. Here's Ken, Chen, Ken, Ken, Ken in South Florida on Carlin and Canty. Heat fans been very vocal all week long with us. Let's hear from them this morning. Chen has been patient. He's up next on ESPN Radio. Chen, what do you got, man? Go at it. I got to say, it's really satisfying to hear you guys finally talk about the Heat for the first time this postseason. I'm not surprised <laughs> that it's to actually jump on the Heat, and I know that you're mandated to cater to the lowest common Northeast oh, denominator. stop it. Mandated. <laughs> 
just celebrate heat failures, and that's fine. But I do hope if the Heat lose this series, they get the same injury excuse machine that the Celtics got in game one. I've heard oh, that. Oh, Jen, stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. We're going to go mandated because you think that somehow our personal success as a radio network is based on denigrating an entire fan base and one organization in South Florida. Guess again. And secondly, Kyle Lowry's shooting 27% in the playoffs. He's getting six points a game. He is not anywhere near what Marcus Smart has been, and you know that. Jimmy Butler is the best player in this postseason. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Jimmy Butler's maybe the fourth best player in this postseason. See ya. Goodbye. Left right now. Stop it. How is Jimmy Butler the best player in this postseason? He's not even the best. Hey. You got a problem with me, Carlin and Canty? You call my show. He didn't want like no shit. Hold on, let me. Let me, let me one because more. I got the time. He didn't want no smoke from Chen. <laughs> Hold on, this part. I do hope if the Heat lose this series, they get the same injury excuse machine that the Celtics got in Game One. I've heard oh, that. Oh, Chen, stop it! Just stop. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Carlin Canty, I got the time. I got the time. <laughs> I got the time. I'm Chen. And I'm here for the heat culture. <laughs> oh, you got it. Ten Levick alive. Oh man. So, so that's what I that's what I was doing this morning. So, in case you're wondering, how does Ken prepare for his radio show every day? <laughs> I just call other radio shows to try and fight them on the heat. Okay. That that that's all I do. That's all I do. That's heat culture, and it's that's heat culture. Form. Flex on And him. you did so good that he was like, "I'm not gonna hear from you anymore. Good I'm gonna hang up bye. on you." Goodbye, Chen. What? A- <laughs> 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Chen Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Oh, this show's terrible. We're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. <laughs> Visit fau.edu oh, slash MBA sport. Well, I'm ready for the weekend. I don't know about you guys. That was great. That was great. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, work. real quick, can we just... Can we just I think the part that made Carlin the angriest is probably when I said that they had to cater to the uh, lowest common denominator Northeast fan. Can we just hear that? So, so again, if in case you missed it, I've had enough of Chris Carlin and Chris Canty. Our, our teammates with Good Karma Brands uh, are ESPN Radio family, but they've been filling in for Greenberg all week, and they've been denigrating the heat. Right, like just denigrating the heat, just no respect, dismissing them, no respect whatsoever. And this was before last night. So as you can imagine, they got into their studios today, and after the Heat lost last night, and the way they lost, they were skipping. Oh no, my god, just dancing on their grave, skipping on the way to work. Today. I mean, I those guys are. I'm sure. I'm sure that there was some tingly in the nether regions. Like they couldn't wait to get on the air and just crap all over the Heat, right? And they they were goading Heat fans. Oh, it's Heat fans! You you you've been chirping all week and you're quiet today. So I just decided I had a long um I had a long commute to work. So I had the time. So uh, Carlin and Canty got a little got a little phone call from me. Um, so should we actually let's play it in full one more time oh, in God. case you missed? No, it. I just said okay. it in an interview before. Let's just uh, let's just play it in full. Um, but uh, this is this is uh, my call into Carlin and Canty. This was not pre-planned. I sat on hold like everybody else. 
uh, just so I could represent heat culture a little bit on a day where maybe we needed a little heat culture pick-me-up, right? Heat fans been very vocal all week long with us. Let's hear from them this morning. Chen has been patient. He's up next on ESPN Radio. Chen, what do you got, man? Go at it. I got to say, it's really satisfying to hear you guys finally talk about the heat for the first time this postseason. I'm not surprised that it's to actually jump on the heat, and I know that you're mandated to cater to the lowest common Northeast denominator. Oh, stop it. Mandated. Just celebrate heat failures, and that's fine. But I do hope if the Heat lose this series, they get the same injury excuse machine that the Celtics got in game one. I've heard oh, that. Chen, stop, stop, it. Stop, <laughs> stop it. We're going to go mandated because you think that somehow our personal success as a radio network is based on denigrating an entire <laughs> fan base and one organization uh, in South Florida. And then I just needed a Jimmy again. And secondly, <laughs> Kyle Larry shooting 27% in the playoffs. The Jimmy He's getting in there. six points a game. Wait, wait he is it. not anywhere near what Marcus Smart wait has been. And you know that. Jimmy Butler is yeah. the best player in this postseason. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Jimmy yeah. Butler is maybe the fourth best player in this postseason. See ya. Goodbye. Love right Jimmy. now. Stop Bye. it. How is Jimmy? Oh, man. Bye, Chen. Bye, Chen. Bye, Chen. Oh, man. I need water. <laughs> so, uh... So if you want to relive that, I don't think it's going to be on the uh, Carlin and Canty podcast, but you can hear that on the Ken Levicka Live podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's free and just for you after every show here on ESPN 106.3. If anything, if anything, I feel like um, I feel like I did. I did my part, right? Yeah, I mean, heat fans are most... He fans are most definitely proud. You hit all the important stuff. Yeah, Jimmy Butler's best player in the postseason. ESPN is a mouthpiece for the Northeast. Like, hey, you know. Not only, but the co- the bottom denominator of the Northeast. Yeah, yeah, the low and co- lower lowers denominator of Northeast fans. Well, I, you stuck not, it to them. Yeah, and again, I like Chris Carlin a lot. I like Chris Carlin a lot, but I feel like I had to had to say it, my piece. It was almost a saving Jimbo thing. Like the reaction you got out of him was like uh-huh. the approval uh-huh. that, that you know you did it correctly. Oh God, please win on Saturday Heat or at least don't lose by 25. Please, please, please. Uh, let me tell you about Brightline. Miami Central is turning into Party Central today through the weekend to celebrate the 305. To thank the city for all the support in the last three years, there's going to be fair specials, live music all day, happy hour, food trucks, tailgating, inner Miami and Miami Marlins games, and a whole lot more. And to get to 305 anniversary weekend, it, of course, is Brightline. Brightline, the big yellow trains, they are fast. They are stress-free. They are the way to travel through South Florida. Book smart fares as low as $3 for short trips and $5 for long trips with the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and, of course, Miami Central Station. Show your Brightline ticket at select restaurants and coffee shops for discounts and free snacks. It's a celebration. You're invited. 305 Anniversary Weekend this weekend. Get all the details at GoBrightline.com. GoBrightline.com, including the deals, $3 and $5 smart fares. That's GoBrightline and uh, the Brightline app. Check it out. It's the only way to get through South Florida. Just trust me on this, okay? When we return, just Jmart. It's our Friday tradition of three weeks here on Ken LaVica Live. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.